0: So, starting out, we want to pray for the church. And I want us to to listen to this scripture and to to do what it asks us to do. First is to be humbled, right? It's, it's to come before God with this posture of humility to say, we've screwed things up at times. We've not heard the cry of the needy. We've not heard the social justice um, cries and needs and not responded maybe in ways that we could have at times. that that we have not been faithful to live into being who God has called us to be at times. And and that we start by, by naming that and asking God to forgive us as a community, as a body. That there have been times when we have not leaned in faithfully to who and what God has called us to do and be as a community of believers. Uh, And I wanted to ask us to pray this morning for something this church has wrestled with the past couple of years, and that's some financial insecurity that we have experienced. And as I've talked to my colleagues, we're not alone. This has been a rough couple of years, and many churches have been struggling with the decline in giving. But this morning, I want us to pray for this awakening to the church that, that we will awaken to a generosity that God provides for us through us that as God is um, using us in amazing ways, part of that is also to to just support the, the ministry of the church. And then finally, I want us to pray for our church leaders and our staff. We have amazing leaders in this church we have some amazing lay leaders that partner with our great staff to, to lead this church and to accomplish beautiful things for God's kingdom here in Boone and beyond. And so I want to pray for a spiritual anointing on our leaders this morning. And if you're watching from another church, we will pray for you and your leaders as well. We want the Holy Spirit to come and bless all of our churches, um, this day and, and moving forward. And and we've asked our church to pray for the Holy Spirit to, to come again this summer. And that doesn't stop today, by the way. And I really hope that you've taken advantage of our um, uh some are prayer guides because each week a different staff person writes it, but the best part of it are testimony videos from our lay folk. And to be able to hear their stories and see how the Holy Spirit has moved in their lives is powerful. So if you've missed those, go back on, on our website or our church app and watch those. Right now, I want to, to pray for our church, for the Holy Spirit to come in a mighty and powerful way. And here's what I want to invite you to do. If you're a staff person, or you're a church leader then I want to invite you to stand and, and take on a posture of openness um, you may want to open your hands and, and whatever is, feels comfortable for you but I want you to receive this prayer that we're offering for you right now and, um, and for, for any leaders out there and for your church as well so hear this prayer join me Spirit, we pray that you will come right now in this moment. Will you just anoint these leaders that give of themselves, God, for you um, to serve your kingdom, to share their gifts and graces. We pray that your Holy Spirit will pour out on them a blessing that runs deep, where they can feel like they've got all that they need to do what you are asking them to do where they will feel surrounded by folks that long for the same things that they're working for. And God, that your Holy Spirit will use all of the things that we offer for your glory, for your blessing, and to to further your kingdom. Holy Spirit, we pray that you come and anoint this church and all of our churches. Help us to, to, to have the courage to be faithful, to be who you've called us to be to live like you long for us to live, to work together in beautiful and powerful ways. And we pray, Lord, that you will anoint us with a spirit of generosity, that that this church will will end its struggles to to figure out what we need to to support and maybe some things that have to wait, that that your generosity would, would be so powerful and significant that we'd be able to accomplish everything that you want and need us to do. Holy Spirit, open up this church, help us to be alive and to, to, to feel your presence and that anytime anyone interacted with us, whether it was online or Zoom or someday when we're able to get back on campus, they would walk onto this campus and know the Holy Spirit is here. Lord, this is what we pray for this day. Come, Holy Spirit, and anoint this church in your beautiful and blessed name. Amen. Amen. Alright, so Ian, I think you can take a little bit of a break and then when we pray again, you can back us up. That would be awesome. Thank you. I love having that, that background music um, to help us focus whenever we do pray. And so, so now we're going to take a, a bit of a personal focus for these next several petitions, and um, talk about folks that maybe find themselves in different places on their spiritual journey. And the first one we want to we want to pray for a spiritual awakening. For longing for our longing for God and what we mean by this is that all of us I think it's a universal human feeling that we feel deep down in our gut there's got to be something um, more there's got to be something more and we look around and try and feel that hunger that longing with things of this world with material things with with solutions that come from this world and none of those things can satisfy us like only God can, none of them. And so I wanna read a few verses from Psalm 63 that I think not only beautifully articulates this deep sense of longing within us, but it also points us in the right direction to, to be able to orient us towards God. The Psalmist says, "'Oh God, you are my God and I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you.' as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. So our hope this morning is to pray right now for those folks who maybe find themselves a long way from God. That they, they, they are, they, they're looking for that something, but they're, they're looking in all of the wrong places. And so we want to, to pray for those folks to have a spiritual awakening that begins to help them realize, ooh, maybe the answer I've been looking for is God. Um, Also, uh, there are some folks who know, like they already know that the answer is God, but they're running away from God as fast as they can. So we also want to pray for them that the spiritual awakening, the Holy Spirit will touch their lives and help them to stop running and to be able to just stop and turn and begin to to make their way back into God's presence. And so if that feels like you, if you resonate with what I'm describing this morning, then I invite you to stand and receive this prayer that we offer for you. And if it doesn't resonate with your life, then will you join me in praying for um, the, the, the folks that are uh, needing that Holy Spirit to open up that longing? So let's pray. Holy God, right now we, we are thinking about those people, um, any people, any persons, who find themselves um, so far away from you, God. We pray for, for those folks that are, are, have this hunger inside for this meaning and purpose in their life. For a sense of connection to, to know that they're loved and cared for and valued. But they're empty and they haven't been able to feel that need they haven't figured out what it truly is that satisfies our thirsty soul our longing spirit so holy spirit we just pray for for those folks to be able to to feel your presence in their lives right now nudging them longing for them to, to open themselves up to you, Holy Spirit. Maybe we've got people in mind that we know, that we know are in this place, and maybe we don't, and so so we just pray for anyone out there who needs that spiritual awakening, awakening of your longing for you to come back to you or to come to you for the first time. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will waken up the hearts of those that are longing for more. Amen. Patty, would you lead us in our next prayer? Our next prayer
1: is on regret. You know, we all have things we regret. Either we haven't done something that we should have done, or we did something that we shouldn't have done to tell you the truth. There are many times in my life where I've looked at myself and go, why, Patty? Why did you do that? But you know, as we think about these things, I'm also comforted in the the reason that Apostle Paul felt the same way. In uh, Romans 7, he says, I do things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I do. So that gives me a little bit of comfort in there. But how do we get past this regret stage? Because to me, it's a cycle. I think about things that I shouldn't do, and then I do them. I have actions that I regret, and then I go round and round and round. And how do we break that cycle? It's through the transformation of our mind. Romans 12, verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. We renew our minds with scripture, with prayer, being in community, even if it's online or via Zoom. And as we renew our minds, we grow And we listen to the Holy Spirit who gives us wisdom. Yeah, we're still going to screw up. We are not perfect. Mm. I would like to think I am, but I am not. Don't say a word. (laughs) But we are not. But that's when God's love comes in. And that's when the Spirit comes in who says to us, you know, let's do things a little bit differently the next time. So for those of you who are just sitting... In regret, I'm going to pray for you this morning that God will open your heart up, open your spirit up to His Spirit, and first feel His forgiveness, and then know that we can walk better. Gracious God, we thank you for being with us and we thank you for your spirit with us. And I just pray right now for the folks who are living in regret. Who regret not doing things who regret the things they do and they just can't get past it we ask now for your forgiveness for the times that we didn't do what you wanted us to do or we did things that you weren't quite pleased with us I ask your Holy Spirit to be with us and transform us heal us make us feel better let us know your forgiveness because we know you love us and you want us to do better I thank you for that healing that you're giving people right now and I thank you for the strength that you give us each day to walk better with you
0: amen amen thank you patty So now we want to pray for the Holy Spirit to come and bring an awakening for our ability to ask for help. And there are many folks out there that try and go at this life saying, I got this, right? I can do this. And we can't. The truth is we can't. Life is really hard, and we weren't meant to do it. To handle life all by ourselves. From the beginning, God created us to have a companion, right? And in fact, the whole reason God created us was so God could have a companion. And as we've already talked about, uh, our understanding of God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity. It is God in relationship and in community with God's self. And so we just weren't meant to go this alone. Um, And so that's part of the purpose we now understand of the Holy Spirit is to come and to be that paraclete. That is the Greek word we talked about, and there's not one English word that translates. It Mm -hmm. translates as um, helper, as companion, as advocate. All of these different action words that we have to use to mean this one Greek word paraclete. But all of those words describe the Holy Spirit as being ready to help and assist us. So our scripture verse for this section is from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 19, and in some ways it's probably the summary verse for this whole morning, Mm -hmm. but it simply says, do not quench the Spirit. Do not quench the Spirit. And, and so we think of quenching our thirst as to end it, right? We don't want to suppress the Spirit. And when we refuse to ask for help, when we refuse to open ourselves up for the assistance of the Holy Spirit, we are essentially quenching, suppressing the Spirit. And that is not what we need to do or want to do, and it's certainly not what God wants us to do. Well, we have another voice to help us also kind of explain what we're getting ready to pray for. And I'm really excited to be able to share with you the video from Mike Shasha, our summer Duke intern. It stinks that he is not able to be with us in person this summer. And so it's been really hard for some of you to get to know him. But he's going to share a little bit of his story. And I encourage you as you listen to him, his story, listen for moments where he was maybe in a season where he needed a spiritual uh, anointing on regret maybe in his life and and when he needed help in his life. And so I invite you to, to listen and to get to know Mike Shasha a little bit better.
2: room and just swept me into community for the first time in my life. I was a part of a campus ministry called Crew. I went to a church called the Summit Church, and, and, and I would describe the process of God chasing after me, one that wasn't sort of something that happened in a moment or something that was epic, but rather this real gradual and slow building of trust between me and God through the vehicle of community. And so whether that was through uh, the small groups I was a part of or, or my best friend Cole, who was the first person that I really just saw eye to eye with on things about faith and was able to, to bear my soul with, it, it was through the vehicle of really good friends who loved the Lord uh, that God began to change my life. And so I think what Jesus redeemed for me, uh, it wasn't that I had maybe done terrible things growing up, which I would sort of call or fall into that category or do fall into that category of guilt, like I made mistakes, but it was rather shame, which is that thing that says, uh, maybe there's something wrong with me. It's that thing that says, uh, is anyone like, am I worthy of being loved? Like, would someone actually love me? And so I think this sort of belief that maybe something was wrong with me in college, again, through community, Jesus took it and redeemed it into this, Mike, you are a child of God and the family of God with a seat at the table of God, not by anything that you have done in your life, but literally from this free gift of grace that comes through Jesus Christ. And so that, that message of belonging, that message of hope, that, that message of redemption is really, it's why I'm sitting at, at this chair today. And so post-college, uh, I, I fell into this, this job as a, as a youth pastor, and, and there's a whole other story there. But I want you guys to hear this final bit, which is that uh, I know that I'm, that I'm called now, called by God as any follower of Jesus is. And what my call is, is to be a shepherd of people as they seek to follow Jesus. It's for me to create spaces where people can enter into that same uh, healing faith journey that I partook in. And, and other people's journeys might look different from mine, but, but the call is still the same. And so what God has done is he, he redeemed me. And so that is a, just a little blip of, of God's story uh, in my life.
0: Thanks for listening. So grateful to be able to hear part of Mike's story. And so now we want to to pray for a spiritual awakening for uh, those who need to ask for help. So if that resonates with you, if that's where you find yourself right now, I invite you to stand and receive this prayer as we pray for you this morning. Holy God, for all of those people who right now in this moment are realizing that they have tried to go it alone for far too long and have resisted seeking help from you, from others, from, from one another, from community, we pray right now that your Holy Spirit would move in their lives, release them, release them from that self-created uh, barrier and to help them to recognize that you are here ready and willing to guide our lives, to bring us um, provision and care and guidance and wisdom and support as only you can. And so we pray for folks that, that need to just let things go, to be able to do that. For folks to turn to family or loved ones or co-workers, you, God, and say, come, help me. Help me. We pray for those that we might be thinking of right now in our own lives that struggle with uh, depending or leaning on receiving from others, but Help us to remember you created us to be in community and part of what we are to do is to support and love and care for one another. So let us not quench the Spirit. Forgive us for those moments when we have resisted you, Holy Spirit. And in this moment, come and bring the assistance as you, the helper, only you, the helper, can do. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: So I want to talk to you a little bit about awakening to God's love. Do you know that God loves us? God loves you. God loves me. He made us so uniquely. You know, we all have individual fingerprints. He made us uniquely to be in relationship with him. And one of the hidden verses that I call hidden, it's one of those verses that I Never saw before hmm. is Second Chronicles six fourteen. I want to read to, to you, O Lord God of Israel, there is no god like you in heaven or on earth, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you. And of course, there's always John three sixteen. God so loved the world. God so loved you that he gave his only begotten Son. You know, I'm reminded sometimes that I get kind of messy and that God shouldn't love me. But an example that I think that I'm gonna steal is our musical director, Ben, and his son, Thomas. Ben loves Thomas whether he has a messy diaper or he's shiny clean. (laughs) Ben also loves Thomas when he's covered with his lunch or when he smells like baby powder. That's how God loves us. God loves us when we don't smell so good. And God loves us when we're shining like the sun. So this morning, if you're not feeling like God loves you, I encourage you to sometime today, go outside, look at the flowers and the bees and all the precious things that God has created just to make you happy. Sit there and breathe in the beautiful air he's given us and know that you are God's beloved and that all he wants is a relationship with us. So this morning, I'm gonna pray for those of you who just need a little bit more feeling of God's love in your life. So will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we come before you and there are those who hear my voice that don't feel loved, don't feel like they're precious in your sight, as the hymn says. I ask right now that you just come to them cocoon them with your love make them feel warm and precious and let them know just as we hug one another which we can't do but we can do it virtually let them know that their church loves them their community loves them more importantly you think they are so special surround them with your love Father we thank you for doing this. And we thank you that you love us no matter how
0: messy we get. Amen. Amen. And so our final prayer this morning is, I hope really for all of us. But it is a prayer for the Holy Spirit to bring an awakening to the fullness of life in Christ. Life in Christ. And so this is when we truly long for and discover that life to its fullness can't be lived without Jesus Christ in our lives. And and that part of what God longs for us is to not get stuck in who we are and the things of um, the, the temptations and the things of this world, but to let the Holy Spirit make in us a new creation. We talked about the transformation as part of, of these awakenings, a lot of these awakenings that we've been praying for. <clears throat> but I want to share this final scripture passage from 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, and I actually used it last week as mm-hmm. well. But <clears throat> Paul talks about, so if anyone is in Christ... There is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. So with this longing, with this spiritual awakening that we are praying for, we are are recognizing that this life lived to the fullest is a life in which Jesus is a part of it. And interestingly enough, again, using the Greek words in the New Testament, they have several different words that mean life. And then in English, we have this one word. But to understand the difference of what we're really talking about here, one of the words in the New Testament is bios. And in fact, that's where biology, the word biology, the root word comes from. And the bios is, it, it means more the, the living of the days, like the chronological days, months, years. And, and it also means if something is not dead, it's alive, like life. But then there's this other beautiful word called Zoe. And I think a Zoe Ministries, that we support in Africa, is referring to this Greek understanding of this word as life. But this is the word Jesus uses several times in the New Testament to mean life that is truly meant to be lived. Zoe, it's eternal life. It's our understanding of this eternal life with God. So when Jesus said that he came so that we would have life and have it to the fullest, in John 10, 10, the word was Zoe. And when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, in John 14, verse 6, that word for life was Zoe. And so we want to pray this morning for this this final awakening to realize that this, this is living, that life in Christ, when we yield ourselves to this experience, that this is the fullness of life that the Holy Spirit longs to make in us as a new creation, as people that are alive for Jesus. That's what we want to pray for. And so I want to invite all of us to stand because I, I, I want all of us to be able to, to live into to this spiritual anointing for life, Zoe, um, life in Christ. So will you pray with me? Oh, come again, Holy Spirit. Come right now into the lives of each and every one of us as we long for the spiritual awakening to live our lives fully, fully in your name, to be able to to experience every single ounce of this gift that you have given us, that we might be able to live for your glory, for your witness, for your joy, for the the contentment and the peace that you can provide in the midst of the chaos that surrounds us. And God, right now, there is a lot of chaos. But we know that you long for us, this this eternal life that starts now. That is not something that waits for the future, but our, our living full life in you starts now. Holy Spirit, come. Help us to be alive on the inside, to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you walk with us, that your spirit is ever-present and ready to guide and shape and direct us, that you give us eyes to see the gift of life you have given us all around that you give us hearts to, to recognize in one another, our brothers and sisters, and to to love and care for them as they love and care for us, that your Holy Spirit would move in such a way that, 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 that no one, no one experiences suffering, that no one experiences not having what they need because we are living our life for you in such ways that that we are your powerful vessels for uh, just the gift of, of being able to care for one another. Come, Holy Spirit, help us right now in this moment to feel your presence touching our lives, moving us, reminding us how much we're loved, reminding us that we can ask for your help whenever we need it, reminding us not to live in our regrets and to get stuck, but that you are a God that forgives us And reminding us that only you, Lord, only you can satisfy the longings of our heart. So help us to be church. Help us to be your church through the power of your Holy Spirit. This morning, this day, and every day. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And all of God's children said, amen. Amen.